We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Bothered by Quentin Grimes, and they get a takeaway. On the break, Brunson from the corner, and he triples. Okay. That's a good name. Um, thanks for the contribution. If second team all NBA Randall was on the Mavs last year, do they win the chip? Hmm. Um with Brunson there too. Whew, man. Is that team beating the Warriors? Oh boy. I don't know. Um, it's making me think maybe good question. I like that. A lot of questions about all, all, all NBA Randall tonight for some reason. Uh, I like him though. Uh, good stuff. Adam K. We need more of who Jalen Brunson is and less of who Julius Randall is bad shots that went in over bad opponents. Not impressed when his defense and open teammates was disgusting. Wow. That's a harsh that's a harsh one for Julius tonight. I mean, if his shots like I, I don't hate the fact that he in the in these games, he takes a couple of threes in the first quarter. And if he's feeling it, he should keep taking them. Like that you can't have him on the team and on the floor if he's not gonna take threes. It's not gonna work. And at the percentages he's hitting i understand it's been like clusters of hot shooting games and that's not ideal when you have just as many like whatever two for seven 
from three or like two for eight from three or, you know, three for nine from, well, three for nine is not that bad, but whatever. You get my point. Um, the, the little bit of tunnel vision. I mean, look, it, he was feeling it. I'll give him a pass tonight. He's been, he has not, he has not looked off open teammates this year nearly as much as, as RJ Barrett. Um, and the defense I thought was fine. I, didn't, I had no issue with the defense. So I think that's a little harsh at him. And I'm the biggest Randall critic there is. Uh, but thank you for the contribution. Danny K with one more. Team has the talent and depth for 45 wins. If they played up to their talent, they played hard uh, all the time as well as they can. Yeah, sure. Effort and execution night to night will determine whether they could achieve that or whether they fall to a 35-win floor. Um, I think the floor is probably a tad lower. Jalen Brunson hasn't missed any games. That's big. Um, I think the floor is a tad lower. I, I don't know that I could say they have a 45-win ceiling. I'm probably a little bit lower. I'm, so if you give me the, my, my personal range for this team, given what we've seen so far this year, I'm probably like 32 to 42 in that area. Maybe a little higher, maybe like 33 to 43, but you're not far off. Not far off. We'll see how they do. They're 10 and 11. So good job by them. Um, Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. I'm not sure what to make of this season. Do you think that's a personal problem? Hashtag 53 wins. I don't know. That's a question for your therapist, Robert. One of them. I don't know which one. That's for you to decide. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, like, it, it's it's been a season that could make you lose sleep at night at times. Because of all of the things, so no, I don't think that's a I don't think that's a problem at all. Good question, Frank. Sound if Cat or Davis is the result of all this, uh, many sad faces. Yeah, again, I'm not saying those are deals that I want. To be very clear, you're just asking. You know, um, you asked me. Good way to close us out. Um, Ask me what, like, I look, I'm happy to look up and down the roster, up and down, up and down the roster, up and down the league at teams and try to find like, um, like who's the more likely, who's the likely star I'm missing? Like the, the Mark, Mark Cuban would, would sooner be tarred and feathered in the middle of Times Square than trade Luka Doncic to the Knicks. So like if even if things go terribly for Dallas, um, that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> I'm hearing that there's some Zach Levine chatter in the chat. I've been thinking about this the last few days because I obviously that's the Bulls are not in a gr- good place right now. Zach Levine looks very bad. There is a possibility that Zach Levine, and maybe this age is terribly. Maybe Zach Levine is days away from like looking great and looking like the dude who was in the running for like an all NBA team last year. And he, and I'm going to look like a freaking idiot for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think there's a possibility that the Zach Levine contract is the worst contract in basketball because that that's a knee issue he has. And the lift isn't there. And the athleticism is not where it usually is for him. He's not shooting it well. 
like that's five years, 200 to what? $20 million to 50. I don't know what it's 200 something million. It's a $40 million a year contract. And he's like having game day, like rest management days and this and that, like, Ooh, boy. Like for as much of a disaster, or I shouldn't say that for as much as I don't want to trade for Carl Anthony Towns or Anthony Davis, holy shit, do I not want to trade for Zach Levine? Um, that would be bad. Um, you know, like the Nets are not trading Kevin Durant here. I don't know if people want that or don't want that, but that's not going to happen. You know, who like Zion, Zion just signed an extension. It's another name I'm sure people are wondering about. Zion literally just signed an extension with no option. He is under contract for the, with the New Orleans Pelicans for five more seasons after this one. Like, that's not going to happen anytime soon. Um, things are going well in Portland. Like, Dame's not going anywhere, and he makes a bazillion dollars. Things are going pretty well in Washington. Bradley Beal's not going anywhere. He makes a bazillion dollars. I just, I don't see... Where there's another, you want to tell me the Heat are like ready to pull the plug and like, hey, let's we'll hear offers on Jimmy Butler. Like, is that the guy you want? I don't know about that. Um, my God, could you fa- could you imagine? Could you imagine if Tom Thibodeau and Jimmy Butler were reunited for the third time <laughs> with Derrick Rose still here? Who else could we bring back? We'd have we would have to trade. We would have to trade for Taj Gibson in that give up a first round pick at that point for Taj Gibson. I don't care. Give him two firsts. Oh, Jesus. All right. I hear we have a few more super chats. Uh, okay. With one more Macri hypothetical questions need a timeline plus reward consequence. If not, um, responses, if not, reponsances, I don't know what that word is. Don't gauge fear or greed correctly. Does that make sense? If not, I can elaborate. I have no idea what you're saying. I apologize, but thank you for the very generous contribution. Um, Justin, if you want to, if, if he clarifies, do you want to? Yeah, I mean, if you're, ask, if you're asking about the star trade thing, like, do, like a timeline, I don't think they're going to make a star trade this season. I don't think they're, I don't think that trade is out there during the season. It's unless the Lakers absolutely go to shit and decide to blow it up, which like they don't own their pick. I, they're not going to blow it up. Um, so I don't think a star trade is going to happen this season. I think, I think they will be in, you know, if there's a star on the market, I think they will be in, in it for that star this summer. I'm like, yeah, I, I do. I think you're going to hear cat rumors this summer. I'd actually be surprised if you didn't, because I don't think what's happening in Minnesota is going to end well. You know, yeah, you can fire the coach or whatever and try for that. But like, I, I never thought that was going to like yield positive results in the playoffs. And yet there's a part of me that when they made the Gobert trade, I almost wonder if they made it with the thought process of, we know it's not going to work with Cat and Anthony Edwards, just the two of them, and whatever pieces we put around them. So let's take this massive swing for Gobert, hope it works out. And if it doesn't, we'll just move Cat because we know someone's going to give up a shit ton of picks for Cat. And then we could 
turn around and then flip those picks for some ancillary pieces and build around Anthony Edwards and 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 make make the team, you know, in in that fashion. Like there's a part of me that wonders if that's what they were they've been thinking all along, but you know, we'll see. That's the only reason I think the cat stuff is gonna you're gonna hear it if if it doesn't end well in Minnesota this year. Uh, Adam K. Sorry to be a downer, Mac, but I'm your age. I miss defense. Oh, I miss the listen. It's painful. It's painful. I mean, they're what did they move up to 26th in defense tonight? 24th. All right. Raise a banner. <laughs> no, yeah, it's 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 annoying. I hate it. Um, I wrote about it today. We have a top three that like is just a massive defensive liability. Bronson, Randall, and Barrett. You know, and you saw, you know, Brunson got Brunson was not good on defense in the first quarter. He's had some bad moments on defense this year, including the first quarter tonight. Did not look good, Um, but he's a small guy. He tries hard, but he's a small guy, you know, so I hear you. I think they could clean it up. I don't know how much they clean it up, but I think they clean it up. Thanks, Adam. And one more Anthony Strano. I like Zach as a player, but yeah, his contract is awful. Is it worth losing Julius? Eh. Um, I would not trade Julius Randle for for Zach. I, I again, I I'm I, I'm not touching the Zach Levine contract. I'm just not touching it. it. Unless I see him physically improve, and even then, it's like you're taking your life in your hands with all the money remaining on that deal. I just I don't I don't like it. So. That's a no for me. Adam K with another one. Here's another $2 to say I appreciate GMAC. <laughs> I miss GMAC. I love Justin. I love you. But yeah, it's 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 always good when, when GMAC is here. Um Justin, you want to pop in for let me know if you want to pop in before we get out of here. Yushen Zhu, what's going on, Yushen? Do we think Kawhi Leonard is a disgruntled superstar right now? Man, that's another one. I mean, like Kawhi, I still believe in Kawhi as far as his ceiling. But he's he's carrying a lot of weight. He's bigger. The injury stuff now with him is is like, <clears throat> uh, it's a little worrisome, you know. And I'm sure the Clippers aren't giving him away. I I don't think he's asking out. I think he loves that situation. The fact that he doesn't play a lot of games and misses a lot of minutes and misses a lot of games. Like, that's all on him. That's him and his personal staff. I also think with when you trade for Kawhi, you're, you're just trading for, like, all that comes with Kawhi, which is his whole, like, I'm going to do things my way, and you're going to let me do things my way, and I'm not going to listen to you if you disagree with me. Like, that's a whole, that's a whole thing, you know? So, yeah. Not not thinking that. And Kevin Danishevsky with one more. I noticed that IQ is taking one dribble on catch and shoots and it's doing wonders. I did notice that. It's a great observation, Kev. Thank you. Um, unique fun player. I think I want OG. OG Ananobi from Toronto he's talking about. Not a star, but such a good player and he fits. <sighs> yeah, I like OG a lot. Um, I just don't know why Toronto's trading him like you want to you want to build a deal around RJ Barrett and tell me that Canadian kid coming home and Ananobi is um what are we in November it's about to be December so OG Ananobi is uh 
19 months away from getting an obscene, obscene amount of money. And Masai does not want to be in that position and is going to want to trade OG like sooner rather than later because he has no interest in paying what OG is going to get and would rather some other team have to pay OG what he's going to get. It depends on the price tag for the trade. Like you don't mind paying OG if like you have your champion. Like that's a contract you sign if you have your championship core in place and you don't have to worry about money anymore because you're just going to be blown over the cap anyway. Like if you want to do that, that's fine. But I don't know. Are are, like is there another move that they could make this summer besides like RJ and whatever for OG? Uh, I don't know. That's a got me thinking though. You got my, you got my, you got my antennas up. I'll say that. It's an interesting one. MK twenty one thoughts on SGA or Anthony Simons? Well, Anthony Simons just signed a contract extension in Portland, and they seem to love him there. Um, seems to be working really well with Dame. Don't think he's going anywhere. And I've, I've said many times, and it, I've said many times in the past. I don't know why the the Thunder would ever trade Che Gilles. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed for the sort of package the Knicks could offer. And now that SGA is like playing like an, at an all NBA level, like 
here, you want to know you want to know what the trade is? Yeah, you're gonna love this one. Knicks get the first or second pick in the draft. <laughs> then then you'll get Sam Presti on the phone. That's how. That's about it, though. My God, that would be something. Um, I-95 Bully uh, with... Here's another comment. Hard enjoying wins against Detroit when you see the same flaws over and over. I don't care that he had 36. Missing cutting guys down the lane, not passing the ball up in transition. Yeah, it's annoying. He definitely he did miss some guys in, in, in cutting. I saw the same thing, too. He missed some cutters. He is not the quickest decision maker, to put it kindly. Um, I know it's annoying. That's fair. Totally fair. Hey, guys, quick break to tell you about WinBet, the official sports book of Nick's Film School. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, the WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. That's wynnbet.com to start winning. Download, bet, win. It's that simple. Um. All right, Justin, you want to come on, help us close out? How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Interesting game we had. Interesting game we had. Yeah. What are your What are your overarching? Did, first of all, did I miss a star? An obvious star trade? Like I, I don't know who people are expecting me to say. I don't. Nah, there's there's no obvious star in the market. Um, we knew that after Donovan Mitchell didn't get traded to the Knicks, that would there wasn't going to be an obvious star yeah, that was going to come. So he was he was the guy that was yeah that for was years. That's all we heard. We heard Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns. So you got it with that one, Devin Booker. You know, but I don't really think there's any obvious name that you could say that that's going to be coming. I mean, again, in Booker, he just he just signed an extension, no player option. Yeah, so so there's no help coming from my perspective, but you never know. Any anything could happen in this league. A team could break down tomorrow, and we're looking at the next star trade. So we just have to wait and see at this point. Yeah, no, listen, crazy shit happens. I just the thing that was said during the Donovan or after the Donovan thing is like for for in response to those who were like, "Good job by the Knicks for holding holding steady." The I think one smart response to that was well. There's no guarantee the next guy is a going to cost any less or B be a better fit, um, mm-hmm. which is why I think the again the, the the notion of trading for cat is horrifying to people, horrifying, and I get it because I I'm go. not a cat guy at this point. Are you a cat guy? Do you like cat? No, I do not. No, <laughs> I'm not, you're not a cat guy either. Okay, he so would instantly like, be the best player on his team, though. I'll admit that. I just like I. I, I just have, I, I mean, it's simple. I have, I have questions if you could ever play championship caliber defense with that dude on your team. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, uh, any, any final thoughts from you on this game? No, I was pretty much saying during the game, um, I was watching it with some friends that 
this is it's this is a game that they should win. So I'm not really surprised or impressed by the way that they won it. Um, Julius Randle had a nice little game. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm just not all that enthused about the team as a whole. Like the the front office's plan since the beginning has always given me some caution because the star hunting has never worked for, for New York. And when you look around the league at the teams who have successfully star hunted and bought their way into contention, it never lasts that long, you know. Um, I'm not that I'm not that old. I'm not that I'm not as old as you and a lot of other Knicks fans <laughs> out there. So, but I have been around Thank for, for a fair amount of my a fair amount of the Knicks suffering. So I've just I've seen what it can be, and I don't want to really get back to that. I want to build something from the ground up that's going to be sustainable into the future. Well, but that's hard. Unfor- to unfortunately, to do that, you need you need to you need to get that dude in the draft. Egg. And like, I hate I hate to say it, I hate to say it, but like, more than a few times, and, and people may hate that I'm going to even bring this up, but I I don't know how. It it has to at least be be brought up at this point. Mm-hmm. The Halliburton thing this year is like, it's to the to whatever extent it was not a thing before the season. We now have to look at a player who is like probably like might be in the running depending on how the Pacers do. Like forget All Star team. Like this dude might be in the running for All NBA. Probably not this year, mm-hmm. but like we are looking at a possible All NBA level point guard, which is wild to say. And like I know Leon Rose, I, look, it was his first. It was his first draft. He wanted to hit a he he wanted to at least hit a double, right? And and at the time, I think everybody agreed like Obi was the double, right? He might not have been the home run or the triple, but he was a double. He was the safest, arguably the safest double on the board. And Leon went for the double. I have no, I like we we I I got it at the time, but also it's like hey, we needed a point guard. And this dude had some special traits and was staring us in the face. And like, did, maybe he didn't want to come. Maybe that had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, to your point, it's like they've had their chances. They've Donovan, SGA, Hallie. Several. Yeah. And it's, it's frustrating because I've heard you say so many times the time to pivot was the first season. Wow. Julius Randle was having his All-NBA season. And we all said it. But, but we could get behind the winning of it, you know, we could talk ourselves because it was fun. Yeah. But now that Julius Randle isn't performing at the same level that he was now that RJ Barrett isn't performing at the same level that even he was that season with his 40% three point um, percentage, we're kind of looking at the plan and it's just like, where are we going with this? What is the, what is the end? I I don't look zoom out and we'll, we'll, we could end with this zoom Mm -hmm. all the way out. And you're like, if you t- like in if the if the front office is thinking that they could parlay Julius Randle and RJ Barrett plus literally every draft asset they have i know that's not what you want to do but just stay with me here for a second plus yeah. literally every draft asset that they have plus maybe a young player or two parlay that and turn those two guys into two real like maybe one superstar player and one like star ish player. And then you have Brunson and you keep two or three of the kids and then you fill out the roster. Well, boom, there's your, there's your contending team, right? It sounds so easy in theory. In reality, it's like, (laughs) is it going to be the right stars? Like when are those trades going to be available? And like this, that, and the other thing. But like, if you're, if you're asking yourself, like, where's the path? Like that is the path. And when you say it out loud, it doesn't sound ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know? It doesn't sound absurd. 
given that they have all their picks and they have all these other picks and like this uh, and the other thing it's just you know it's a tough road to tough road to hoe mm-hmm. and I definitely say that understanding that we have a lot more of our assets than we've had in the past and I also want to I also want to mention I'm not a Julius hater I see some comments in there saying I'm, I'm hating on Julius. I'm not a Julius hater. I think Julius Randle is a very talented basketball player who, given the right role and situation, is, is a helpful player to, the, to a winning organization. I just don't think he's a fit on this team. And I've thought that since RJ was drafted. These two have never been a good fit together, and the numbers prove it. You guys have talking about it over and over again. You, John, Benji, Andrew, everybody has said it. All Nick's Twitter has said it. These guys just—they're not a good—they're not a good fit together. And I feel like the sooner we realize that, and the sooner we separate these guys, the better it's going to be for both of them and us. When you when you have a guy who has reached the heights that Julius Randle has reached in New York, you are not going to turn around and ask that player to be a six man. And yeah. I've been very clear about what I think his role is, as you say, on a championship or a contending-ish type team. I think it's a six-man or a de facto six-man. Maybe he is, maybe he starts, but like, for the most part, he's he's essentially the offensive force of bench units. You know, mm-hmm. for, for 10 to 15 minutes a game and for the rest of the time, he's kind of you know, and it would help if he played with a true stretch five. You know, that obviously is a big thing that has not happened here and is still not happening here. Uh, anyway, different conversations for different days. Anything else or quick? Can I close us out? There are two more comments that came in. Oh, OK, let's do it. All right. Here we go. Uh, Hayden Freed. Does Cam guard Giannis tomorrow? Nah, that's I, that's Julius. And to be honest, it should be Julius. Well, one, because Cam's on the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. And two, like, I, I don't, I don't mind Julius taking on that challenge. I, I remember the graphic from a few years ago where, like, he was literally the worst defender of anybody who's guarded Giannis of, of all the guys who've guarded him for like heavy minutes. I don't mind him taking on that challenge. And like, they will, as Tibbs says, they will guard him with their team. You know, you have to. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited for that game. Actually, I'm excited for that game. Destroyed. Maybe famous last words. I hope they can get destroyed. <laughs> You what? You think they're going to get destroyed? Yeah. I mean, the Knicks have only gotten destroyed once this year. They got destroyed by Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. When else have they gotten really like, I don't know, would you say they got killed in the Phoenix game? I guess. Like, that was a game yeah. for a while. Nah, I think the Brooklyn Nets game was the only game that was really disheartening because we should have like the that, game. that was the only true, 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 like, Ass kicking. Mm, we should have. Um, yeah, F- Phoenix wasn't great. Warriors weren't great. The Hawks game turned into not great. Um, but they've been in these games. I think they'll. I think they'll be in it tomorrow because of Brunson. Don't we all love Brunson? Oh my goodness. Um, Patrick Perino, um, thanks for the contribution. When it comes to a thirty trade, I feel like we should expect the draft asset. And allow for players like Cam and Obi to play more. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I, you know, I I don't think you're getting any teams unprotected pick in the future. I think you might get an unprotected pick this year. Actually, no, because if you're the Suns, like why would you like why like you're not going to trade that pick without protection just in case, right? And then and the Knicks are the Knicks aren't going to like the, if the if the Suns are like we want top 10 protections on the pick, the Knicks aren't going to be like, "Oh, well now we're not doing the trade." If it's a 2023 pick because the pick is likely to be a late pick anyway. So that so then maybe I, yeah, you're probably not getting an unprotected pick from anybody. Um 
but that's fine. Like, whatever. Just get the best. I have a question for you. Yeah, sure. What do you think the front office does with the picks this year if they get all three? Oh, goodness. Well, I think they try like hell to make a big trade on draft night. A big trade to move up or a big trade to acquire a player? Whatever the best value is. Like, I do I? I think absolutely they'll try to trade up, but like, this is where me and Jeremy have the biggest disagreement. Where is the time in recent NBA history where a team traded, where, where a team was in a spot to get a guy that everybody agreed was going to be a special player? Or at the signs pointed to them being a special player, right? And they traded out of that spot into a spot where there where that the notion of getting a special player was then off the board. Like you could give me the Deron Williams trade, which um, I always forget the freaking kid's name. He, he was coming out straight out of high school. Um, but they went down from, I think, three to six and they picked up another asset. But like there was some buzz about that kid. And of course, I'm blanking on his name. Someone in the chat, I'm sure is going to write it in. But like there was buzz about that kid. And that was like, you could, you could talk yourself into that being an upside trade for the blazers. That's, that's the team that made that, that trade. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Donovan Mitchell, like, yes, the, the nuggets traded out of that spot, but Donovan Mitchell wasn't a special, wasn't looked at as like that sort of special player. So like the notion that we're going to parlay for argument's sake, you know, 10, you know, 13 and 15 into like five. If five is like the, which is the the better of the Thompson kids. Again, I'm just shooting, pulling this out of my ass. Cause I don't know these kids that well, but like, mm-hmm. let's say the Thompson kid that's going to overtime elite this year looks the part. And this is considered like a true five man top five. Martel Webster. Thank you, Andrew. Um, like, why would the team in five trade down from there to get to get like three? Like, there's just no good example of a team doing this. Honestly, you probably have to go back to the Richard Jefferson trade for the um, again, I'm blanking on this kid's name for the Seton Hall kid who did not end up panning out for for a variety of reasons. And that trade that the Nets made that helped build their championship team. Mm-hmm. Um these, it's just these trades are so rare. So the notion that they're going to parlay three into one and the one is going to be like one of one of these like can't miss kids. I just I have a tough time believing that that's going to be the case. I think if anything. It, it would be a, a, a trade centered around a veteran player. That makes sense. And that's very in line with the, what the front office has done so far anyway. Like, think about it. Are they unless it's a unless it's a super high pedigree kid. Where it's like, oh wow, this kid's a, he's a he's a canvas like Ivy. You know, we we all thought Ivy was pretty good. We gonna be pretty good. Eddie Griffin was it Eddie Griffin? That's the thank you. It's the Eddie Griffin trade. It's the Eddie Griffin trade. Shout out to SB Gorilla who gave us that. Very good, yeah, very good. <laughs> and that was for let's see if I get. I know it was, so it was Richard Jefferson. It was John Collins or Jason Collins. John Collins about fifteen years off. Jason Collins and. Oh my God. It was a guy who like did not end up playing a huge role with the Nets, but like was he he played a little bit for them. I forget who the third guy was, but like they got two starters on a finals team out of that trade. That was a great trade. 
Mm-hmm. Great trade, by the way. Anyway, all right, we've we've gone we've we've gone down memory lane enough. Um, this is fun. Thanks for hopping on. Uh, anything else? Or yeah, let's, let's uh, sign off with our friends at WinBet. Again, if you're not watching the the uh, the pregame show for all this this advice on how to get free money, you're you're missing out. Watch the pregame show. It'll be on tomorrow. They'll give you more betting advice, and then you could go and download the WinBet app or visit www.winbet.com to start winning. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100. Win $100. Download, bet, win. Um, This was great. Thanks, everybody, for the comments. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, like the video. Subscribe to the channel. We're trying to push that subscriber total over. Um, I think we're up. What's the next benchmark? Are we at 11? Do we have 11,000 subscribers? Are we hitting we 11,000? I don't know. Whatever. We're trying to hit some benchmark. If you're watching this right now, do me a favor. I appreciate it. Hit the subscribe button. We love you for it. And uh, we'll talk to you later.